Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked on Flames. I hope that you enjoyed the first episode in our first of many episodes together. It was nice seeing the positive response online, and I'm looking forward to hearing more of your feedback. Hosting this show is very important to me, and as a newbie in the Flames community, I want to make sure that I'm talking about things that interest you guys, and I I want to get to know this fan base. I, you know, I'm in, like I said, I'm a newcomer, and I'm comfortable with my fan bases, you know, that I follow um, consistently, but I don't know the ins and outs of Calgary just yet. So if there's anything that I can do to make this show more Calgary-esque and fit your corner of the internet a little bit better, please let me know at Calgary or locked on flames at gmail.com or on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. I am here to, to give you the best Calgary Flames podcast on the internet, and I'm determined to do that for you. So we have a hockey game tomorrow on Wednesday. This, you know, after back-to-back it and then a few days off, it certainly feels like the end of the world. Time goes slower than normal, And when you finally have a hockey game in sight in that 24-hour period that you can grasp and hold on to, like the light at the end of the tunnel. On Wednesday at 8.30, the Flames face off against the Columbus Blue Jackets. And this is going to be a fun game, you know. Um, (laughs) The last time these teams played each other was on November 2nd, and the uh, Blue Jackets got shut out. Sean Monahan, Matthew Tuchuk, and Sam Bennett all had goals. And it was Riddick's first season, first shutout of the season. So say that five times fast. And Luch led the team in penalty minutes for, yes, you guessed it, roughing. A thing that could be a problem this game is Zach Wierenski. He has 20 goals as a defenseman, and that kind of offense as a defenseman is uh, hard to come by. The first person that really comes to mind there is Tori Krug, and you know you gotta <laughs> you gotta give them credit where it's due. And you know Zach Wierenski leads the de- leads the uh, league in goals by defensemen, so that's rather impressive. I would definitely keep an eye on him as the game goes on, and he is going to be one that our pairings go up against and (laughs) do their job, so it's going to be hard to shut him down, but it'll be a good one to watch. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Our next game is the 69th game of the season, and this is against the Coyotes. So, Just like our last matchup and last time meeting the Blue Jackets, the Flames roasted the Arizona Coyotes 5-2. Froelich, Gaudreau, Bruins legend Zach Ronaldo and Milan Lucic, and, of course, Sean Monaghan scored that game. And, you know, the thing about 
Arizona is you never know which team you're going to get when you play them. You might get the, you know, I'm going in for the Stanley Cup game seven, like this is a all in, all or nothing Coyotes, or you're getting the bottom of the barrel, I, I don't know why I'm playing anymore Coyotes. So this could be an easy win. Or an incredibly hard two points to grasp. But at this point in the season, I would say that these two points do belong to the Flames. And keep an eye on Taylor Hall. It'll uh, definitely be a good one. And our 70th game is on Sunday against the red-hot Vegas Golden Knights. Unfortunately, the last time these two teams met... Calgary did get shut out. Vegas had six goals, and it was a very physical game. There were a total of 26 penalty minutes, and I don't know about you, but I do like a good, exciting, intense hockey game. You know, I'm not saying you have to be a headhunter or a goon out there, but, you know, let them know that you're not messing around, and I think it's important to kind of you know, let it be known that you're here and you're here to win a hockey game. Vegas did just finally lose to the uh, LA Kings and they, their eight game win streak is snapped. I know. I wasn't quite sure if they were ever going to lose again, but you know, they did. And I, there's no stopping the Knights. There really isn't. Um, you know, they've got, they've got it locked there. <laughs> Some could say they're locked on, but, um, I really look forward to this game because these are two very competitive teams and it's a division rivalry. And this time of year, division rivalries are so much fun, especially when there is that competition for playoff spots. I mean, Vegas is light years ahead in the standings, but, you know, who doesn't love a good hockey game? And, I mean, just like every other hockey game, these next three games are must-win. You are you have to walk away with at least one point from each game. It's unacceptable to not be winning and playing 150%, especially when you are trying to lock up that spot in the division so you can go on and hunt for the cup and you're obviously going to need strong offensive (laughs) you're gonna have to have a strong offensive presence a tight defense and solid goaltending and I think we might just get that this weekend or this week really because they've had a few days off and they're back from the sunshine state They're ready to take on the rest of the season. They got their little extra vitamin D and escaped the cold North Country, and they're ready. They're ready to fight. Something I wanted to touch upon was um, obviously Sunday's game, but Sportsnet is honoring International Women's Day by having an all-female broadcast team on Sunday against the Knights. This could be seen as pandering Some people might find it as, you know, a way to meet a quota or to appease the masses, seem politically correct. But I do think it is important to recognize the talented women. And this broadcast team really embodies that. 
growing up, I didn't really have a woman on TV that I could really look up to. I had local broadcasters. I mean, I'm sure some of you are familiar with Catherine Tappan. Before she was with NBC, she was on a local Boston network, and she was really, really good. Uh, now in Boston, we have Sophia Yerkesovich, and she's a wonderful human being. And I think it's so important for young girls and really anybody who is trying to step foot in this crazy, crazy world of media to have have somebody to look up to, especially when you're in that minority category. You know, women are here and we're not going anywhere. We do belong in sports and you can tell us to get back to the kitchen all we want, but we're the ones in the broadcast booths. We're up in the press box while you're at home <laughs> making yourself a sandwich. And I do think it's important to highlight this and you know, good on Sportsnet, and I'm really, really excited for it to be during the Calgary game. I think that's, (laughs) like, stars aligned perfectly with that one, but I would love to hear who your favorite women in sports media are. It doesn't just have to be related to Calgary. It could be really anybody. I mean, there are a lot of talented women in this field, and I, I give them credit because it is not easy. But yes, now back to our regular scheduled programming. Let's let's talk some prospects. Uh, Jack Pelletier was named Prospect of the Month. Uh, He had six multi-point games. So congratulations on being named Prospect of the Month by the Calgary Flames. Give him a round of applause. (laughs) But back to more playoff talk really quick but not the Stanley Cup playoffs. We're talking the Calder Cup playoffs. And uh, yes, so the Stockton Heat are currently in third place in their Pacific Division with 29 wins. They have four wins out of their last five games, which is super awesome. You'll love to see it, you know, that kind of momentum going into the last push of the season is great to have, but you also want to make sure that you're rested and you have your top players for when you go, when you do start that hunt. But I, you know, I would still say it's a little too early to start resting your top, top six. I mean, probably just your top line in the AHL. But um, the Heat enter the week with the AHL's top rank penalty kill with 87.7% and the second ranked power play pulling in at 25.4%. So, I mean, not to brag or anything, but it looks like the Flames prospect pool is pretty great. And an interesting note is that Stockton killed 12 of 14 penalties over their weekend and they had a two games. So that's, I believe that they lost both of those games, unfortunately, but you know, that's still pretty impressive. I, if you have a chance to go see an AHL game, whether it be the Stockton Heat or, you know, wherever you may be listening, check out a game. I think it's really awesome to go and look at your prospects and 
you never know who you're going to see down there. I know that watching these players develop has been something that I really enjoy because you can compare it to the start of the season or the first time you saw them play to, you know, where they're matching up now. And obviously as their stint down the AHL progresses, you're going to say, hey, could I see this guy up with the big league soon? Or is this a prospect that could be moved in the off season or before the next trade deadline? But I mean, I think all of us are kind of over the trade this past trade deadline. So (laughs) I won't traumatize you with any more of that. But I just wanted to touch upon uh, some more Flames talk really quickly. The I was looking at hockey reference and I noticed that the penalty kill is well above the league average. They are ranking at 82.2% on the PK while the league is only at 79%. So, you know, it's not bad. You're not bad at all. And um, they, they are right at that league average percentile with 39 power play goals. So these next few games are going to be fun. I'm going to recap them. These episodes will be more in-depth, I promise you, once we have a game to go off of. So expect Thursday's episode to be a fun rundown and recap of our game against the Columbus Blue Jackets. I know I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys and having just a lot of hockey to talk about. And if you have any questions, like I said, please feel free to email me at lockedonflames at gmail.com or tweet me at jessbelmosto and the link, as always, will be in the podcast notes. And I will catch you guys tomorrow. Go Flames!